0: From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. And folks, as I record this, it's the last Monday of September, and last week since January, I'm officially down 100 pounds, which is huge for me. Because this is the lightest that I've been in quite some time over a decade, more like 16 years, so almost two decades that I've been this light and trying to work and get healthier, not only for my quality of life, but for my quantity of life. But going through life the last month, I've had all sorts of people contacting me and mainly through my work and. But but not only that through other things and everybody has an emergency, and I've noticed that other people's ideas of an emergency are vastly different than my idea of an emergency. But that's the way that it is, isn't it? When it's your own problem, everything is an emergency. I have found that out, and I watched a little bit of Extreme Rules last night. I don't watch all modern stuff. I don't watch a lot of modern stuff. I keep up with it through websites and social media and such, but I wanted to watch a little bit of extreme rules. So I flipped it on and I'm hearing the English announcing and the Spanish announcing at the same time. And I thought I was crazy until I looked on Twitter and everybody was having that problem. And then they fixed it. And you could just hear the silence because the Spanish announcing was almost rapid, nonstop talking. And the English announcing was slower and they were taking their time more to describe the scene, I guess. And so now you just have one announced team talking. The silence got to me. It was like striking. But my wife and I went out to dinner on Friday night. We went to a local pizza place and an older couple sat down next to us about halfway through the time that we were there and ordered a pizza. And I kept looking over. I tried not to be rude, but I kept looking over. I'm like, I think I recognize that guy. I wasn't sure. And about halfway through our pizza, it hit me who it looked like. Again, I'm not sure who it was, but I think it was Noel Paul of Peter, Paul and Mary at the pizza place sitting at the next table over I don't know the folk singer protocol for pizzeria, so I did not approach him and ask him if he was indeed Noel Paul Stuckey of Peter, Paul and Mary fame. But he didn't leave on a jet plane um, or anything like that. He ordered a pepperoni pizza with pineapple on it. So if it was him, that's how he enjoys his pizza. But I digress. Today, we will be looking at Russell War 91. From WCW, WrestleWar91, subtitled We Want You, was broadcast on pay-per-view on February the 24th, 1991, from the Arizona Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Phoenix, Arizona. There were 6,800 people in attendance. Shots of Arizona in the desert as Tony Schiavone voices over a welcome to WrestleWar and what we're going to see. Tony then welcomes us and runs down some of the matches that are scheduled to take place. He then throws it down to Jim Ross and Dusty Rhodes. They talk about war games. We start out with our six-man tag team championship match. State Patrol Buddy Lee Parker and James Earl Wright and the Big Cat versus Tommy Rich, Ricky Morton, and the Junkyard Dog. The faces are over with the crowd. JYD and Big Cat start. JR brings up their football career so if you're drinking at home, you can take a shot, and with that in mind, they trade shots. JYD hits a clothesline and a headbutt, right tagged in. Morton tagged in. Morton hits a hip toss on right. He then hits multiple arm drags on right. Rich tagged in. Arm drag on right. Parker tagged in. Rich works an armbar. Morton tagged in. Parker coming back. Morton cuts that off though. JYD tagged in. Big Cat tagged in. Test of strength. Big Cat gets a two count. Parker tagged in. Morton tagged in. The state patrol double team him with a version of the demolition decapitation, but where he stays on the knee. Wright gets a two count. A double shoulder block gets a two count. Big Cat tagged in. He hits a drop kick on Morton. Big Cat misses an elbow. Parker tagged in and slams Morton for a two count. Quick tags by the heels, but Morton won't stay down. Big Cat hits a backbreaker. The heels are triple-teaming Morton in their corner. Parker tagged in, and JYD gets the tag from Morton. JYD hits the thump power slam for a two-count. Morton tagged in, and he gets the pin. Tony Giovanni interviews Alexander York and Terrence Taylor. They say that the York Foundation is flourishing and will continue to expand. Taylor says that Z-Man doesn't have the fighter instinct and that Taylor will win. They say Taylor will win in under 15 minutes and 28 seconds. Brad Armstrong versus Bobby Eaton They talk about Armstrong's brother currently fighting in Iraq, and that is Brian Armstrong, the future road dog. Dusty predicts that Eaton will win a singles title in 1991. Armstrong hits a series of moves off the bat. Works an armbar. Eden comes back and hits a hard right hand. Armstrong goes back to the armbar. Eden throws him out. Eden goes to ram Armstrong into the guardrail, but he reverses it and runs Eden into the post. Back inside, they start a shoving match. Test of strength. Armstrong makes his way up Eden's body to break the hold and hits a crossbody for a two count. Back to the armbar for Armstrong. Eden comes back with a big right hand. Armstrong reverses a slingshot suplex back to the armbar. They show Jason Hervey in the crowd. Eden hits a big clothesline. He follows that up with a backbreaker. He gets a two count. They show the great Muda in the crowd. Eden hits a slingshot backbreaker for a two count. Eden hits a modified camel clutch. He drops Armstrong on the outside railing. Back in, Eden gets the abdominal stretch on and holds the rope for leverage. He gets caught and has to break. He misses a corner charge when Armstrong moves. Armstrong hits a drop kick and a side Russian leg sweep. He gets a two count. Eden gets a neck breaker in the top leg drop for the pin. We then get a Super Bowl pay-per-view ad. Miss A and Miki Honda versus Itsuki Yamazaki and Mami Kitamura. This is a brutal, very physical match. Quick Tags Dusty loves Miss A. Yamazaki hits a big drop kick on both of her opponents from the top rope. Yamazaki gets the pin with a roll-up of Miss A. Tony Giovanni interviews Missy Hyatt. She says she is going to conduct interviews from the men's locker room. Buddy Landell versus Dustin Rhodes. Dustin comes out hot. He hits a big clothesline for a two-count. Dustin works the arm. Landale coming back. He goes up top, but gets caught. Landale sucks, chant goes out. Dustin misses a corner charge and hits the post. Landale takes advantage, but can't get the three count. Landale punching Dustin. Dustin then fights back. Landale gets the sleeper, but Dustin reverses it. Landale fights out, but catches a boot from Dustin. Dustin clotheslines Landale out of the ring, but goes out and throws him back in. Dustin then hits the bulldog and gets the pin. Missy Hyatt is then shown in the dressing room. She runs into Stan Hansen, who runs her off. This will be a recurring theme during this year. The Royal Family Jack Victory and Rip Morgan versus The Young Pistols, Tracy Smothers, and Steve Armstrong. The Royal Family starts out hot. Armstrong hits a double cross body. The lights go out in the arena and they rig a spotlight on the ring. Back and forth. Smothers tagged in and gets a double shoulder block. Smothers then works an armbar. Armstrong in and misses a crossbody on Jack Victory. Morgan tagged in. The royal family double teaming. Smothers tagged in and cleans house. The royal family then run him into the barricade. Back in, he gets nailed by Victory. Morgan in and he goes for a bear hug. Morgan hits a spine buster and gets a two count. The royal family is doing quick tags. Armstrong breaks up the count. The Royal Family go for the face-first suplex, and Armstrong drop kicks Smothers onto Morgan, and Smothers gets the pin. Tony Giovanni talks to Diamond Dallas Page. DDP talks about Teddy Long being tricked into giving the Fabulous Freebirds a championship match, and he says that WCW has been overlooking the Freebirds. Teddy Long comes out. He says Doom is going to win, and are not splitting up. Terry Taylor with Alexandra York. Versus the Z-Man, Tom Zink. No disqualification match. Zink hot early. He hits a big dropkick. Taylor rolls out. Zink gets a headlock on. Taylor keeps rolling out to consult with York. Zink back to the side headlock. Lots of rest holes. Taylor coming back. It goes outside and Taylor chokes Zink with a TV cord. Back in. Taylor gets a two count. Zink then gets a sunset flip for a two count. It goes back outside. Back in. Taylor gets a two-count. Zink hits a neckbreaker and a super kick, but Taylor gets a foot on the ropes. Nikita Koloff is shown sitting in the crowd. Lots of near falls. York distracts the referee as Zink hits a crossbody. Zink gets up to complain to the ref, and Taylor gets the pin with a roll-up holding the tights. Zink attacks Taylor after the match. Jim Ross and Dusty Rose talk about Eligante being a guest on the Danger Zone, and Dusty is a trip saying Eligante. We then go to the danger zone. Pauly comes out dressed like a cross between a matador and a waiter with a sombrero. He makes an illegal alien crack and it isn't PC but it does get heat. He brings out Elegante. He gets a nice pop. Pauly insults him but he's smiling the whole time. Pauly is trying hard but this is going nowhere fast. Pauly hits him with the sombrero and Elegante body slams him and leaves wearing the sombrero. Tony Giovanni talks to Hiro Matsuda and the great Muda. They talk about WCW's Rolling Thunder Tour coming to the Egg Dome and about the match between Muda and Sting. Muda then sprays the green mist. A grudge match. Stan Hansen versus Big Van Vader. A rematch of their famous Japan match. Vader is in full headgear and mask. Hansen rushes Vader who grabs him in a bear hug and brings him outside. They are just pounding on each other. Vader hits a big clothesline. He gets a two count. He then follows it up with a corner splash on Hansen. Hansen dumped outside. They brawl some before coming back in. Hansen gets a belly to back suplex for a two count. It goes back outside. They start hitting each other with stuff around ringside. Vader slams Hansen on the barricade. Hansen slams Vader on the stairs. They trade shots and Hansen pulls referee Randy Anderson away so that they can continue. They won't stop, so both are disqualified. Vader hits a top rope forearm. He misses the big splash. Hanson then tackles Vader and attacks him with the bull rope. Vader reverses it and pulls the rope around Hanson's throat and drags him to the back. We then get another Super Brawl ad. Jim Ross and Dusty Rhodes talk about the U.S. title match coming up. United States Championship match. Lex Luger versus... Dan Spivey. They mention that a new title belt has been made and that Nikita Koloff will help present it after the match. They start out slow, Spivey working on Luger's back. Luger hits a belly to back suplex for a two count. Jim Ross brings up both men's athletic backgrounds. If you're drinking at home, you can take a shot. Spivey gets a Luger boot on a corner charge. Luger goes for a charge, but Spivey ducks and Luger goes flying into the other ring. Spivey suplexes him back into the correct ring. Spivey hits an inverted pile driver for a two count. A Spivey neck breaker gets another two count. Spivey then gets a DDT for a two count. He can't seem to get the three count on Luger. Luger coming back. Spivey hits a big corner clothesline for a two count. Spivey misses a corner charge and Luger gets a roll up for a two count. Luger blocks and then reverses a suplex. Spivey hits a top rope fall away elbow. But Luger kicks out again. Luger then kicks out of another Spivey neckbreaker. Spivey then works on Luger's neck. A big boot gets a two count for Spivey. Spivey hits another pile driver for yet another two count. Luger coming back. Spivey hits a belly to belly suplex for a two count. Spivey working a headlock. Luger catches Spivey and hits a stun gun like move where Spivey's stomach hits the top rope. Luger hits a clothesline from the second rope. He then hits a power slam. The crowd comes to life. Spivey drops down on a Luger sunset flip. Double clothesline. Then Luger climbs up top and Spivey catches him and slams him off. But Luger rolls it into a pinning position for a three count. Tony Schiavone is with Nikita Koloff and Grizzly Smith for the presentation of the new U.S. title. Koloff congratulates Luger on his victory before hitting Luger with the new belt. Tony asks Koloff why he did this, and Koloff says he has been home for two years and seeing all the titles change hands and how he never held the world title. But the championship committee says he had been retired and to prove himself. He says that Luger stole the title from him and he's going to bring the belt back where it belongs. He then takes off the do-rag that he's been wearing and he is bald. Shades of the old Nikita Koloff. World Tag Team Championship Match. Doom, Ron Simmons, and Butch Reed with Teddy Long versus the Fabulous Freebirds, Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin with Diamond Alice Page and two Diamond Dolls. Dusty calls the Diamond Dolls some nice brown sugar and I can tell that it is going to be a long night, folks. DDP says that he is so busy that he's bringing a road boss in for the Fabulous Freebirds. Big Daddy Dink. It's Sir Oliver Humperdink in new clothing. Doom then coming out looking all business. DDP and the dolls then depart. A freebird suck chant goes out. Jr. works in Simmons and his athletic career. If you're drinking at home, you can take a shot. Slow to start. Simmons gets a spinebuster on Hayes for a two count. A Hayes bulldog on Simmons gets a two count. Simmons power slams Hayes and then catches Garvin coming off the top rope and power slams him. Freebirds roll out and regroup with Big Daddy Dink. The Freebirds suck chant gets louder. Garvin and Reed go at it. Reed hits a big clothesline. A Garvin sunset flip gets a two count. Back and forth. Reed hits a backbreaker. Simmons hits a leg drop on Garvin. Garvin gets the DDT on Reed, but he's unable to make the tag. Simmons hits a big spine buster on Garvin. Hayes breaks up the pin. All four men in. Simmons holds Hayes as Long throws something to Reed to hit Hayes with. Hayes ducks and Reed nails Simmons. Garvin then falls on Simmons and gets the pin. New tag team champions. The fabulous Freebirds celebrate. Doom starts arguing and Simmons pushes Teddy Long down. Butch Reed then nails Simmons with brass knuckles. Long and Reed leave Simmons laying in the middle of the ring. Another super brawl ad. Jim Ross and Dusty Rhodes are then shown with the winner of the sweepstakes that WCW ran. He is nervous and says Doom is his favorite team, right after they broke up. They show the Horsemen injuring Brian Pillman the previous night, but say that Pillman will be in the War Games. They also talk about Arn Anderson being injured and being replaced in the match by Larry Zabisco. War Games Rick Flair, Barry Windham, Sid Vicious, and Larry Zabisco. With Arn Anderson versus Sting, Brian Pillman, and the Steiner Brothers, Rick and Scott. Tony Schiavone goes over the rules of war games. Pillman's shoulder is heavily taped. Wyndham starts out, and Pillman breaks away to get in the cage. Pillman hits a clothesline. Pillman is very impressive to begin. He's hitting drop kicks and head scissors. Have no fear. JR works in his athletic background, so take a shot. Pillman hits his injured shoulder going for a splash. He hits Wyndham with a low blow and runs him into the cage. Wyndham is busted open. Pillman hits him with a clothesline. Pillman is totally dominating. Wyndham fighting back. We then go to the coin toss. The horsemen win. Color me surprised. Flare in. He and Pillman open dueling chop houses. The crowd comes alive. flare and Wyndham double team Pillman and run him into the cage several times. They throw Pillman into the other ring. They are trying to break Pillman's shoulder. Sting in and he cleans house. The crowd loves it. They pair off. Pillman with Windham and Flair with Sting. The faces with the advantage. Zabisco in and Sting flies and hits Zabisco with a splash from the other ring as Pillman has Windham in the figure four. Zabisco hammering Sting. Flair kicks Pillman's shoulder. Rick Steiner in. He hits Flair and Wyndham with Steiner lines. He then hits Flair with a belly-to-belly suplex. He runs Flair into the cage. Flair is then busted open. Vicious in. He goes after Rick Steiner. Vicious levels Rick. Vicious levels Sting. Rick Steiner runs Zabisco into the cage. Heals with a slight advantage as Scott Steiner comes into the ring. It then progresses to the match beyond. Scott Steiner hits. Windham and Flair with a double clothesline. He then hits Zabisco the with an underhook powerbomb. He hits Vicious with a Steiner line. Sting splashes Flare and gets the Scorpion Deathlock on Flair. Vicious then goes after Pillman. Vicious runs Pillman's shoulder into the corner post. He rips the tape off Pillman's shoulder. The faces then get figure fours on the heels. The crowd comes alive. The heels get out. Sting military presses Flare into the roof of the cage. Rick Steiner gets Vicious down. Vicious then coming back. He and Wyndham double clothesline Rick Steiner. The horseman double team Pillman, but he keeps fighting back. Vicious slams Pillman down to the mat. He then hits what looks like the worst powerbomb ever on Pillman. Vicious doesn't have enough room to do it, and it just looks nasty. When they did the war games at Fall Brawl 93, they used footage of this to hype the match, and I got chills looking at this bump. Vicious picks Pillman up, and Pillman is clearly out of it. Vicious then hits another powerbomb that at least looks better than the first one. Pillman is unconscious. Anderson is on the outside and says ask him if he wants to quit. Elegante runs out. He rips the door off the cage. He checks on Pillman and asks the referee to stop the match. Flair, Windham, Vicious, and Zabisco are declared the winners. Elegante then carries Pillman out of the cage and to the back. They show a replay of the power bombs. The crowd booed the heels. Referee Nick Patrick says he stopped the match because Pillman was unconscious. Jim Ross and Dusty Rhodes talk about the match, the call, and the spirit of Brian Pillman. They then talk about the Nikita Koloff attack on Lex Luger. They then recap the night and sign off from Phoenix. Then the end credits run. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Harris. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.